0: extra
1: extra is that you did agree with that for rip right you're good with that for rip
0: Celeste for Ado? sure okay. dude yeah absolutely okay, let's clap real fast right. mm-hmm. ready mm-hmm. one two three
1: And welcome back everybody to the Most Awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a Dynamite episode 88 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor, please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell us a friend. Tell us a friend. Tell a friend. Uh, shoot us an Tell email at M A B sports. Call Podcast us your friend. At gmail.com. I am Brandana. And with me, as always, part of MAB Savings Time. Most awesome.
0: Oh, that's right. Fall back pod ahead yeah it's still
1: like every time we do it i still have to like think through it i'm just like all right so it's five o'clock the old five o'clock is now the new four o'clock so does that mean right am i gonna be late to shit it's kind of a, i i feel like we've talked about this on the pod before but it's it's always amazing to me how i get the information about daylight savings times now it wouldn't matter because i think your phone automatically updates but it's yeah. like each year i feel like i hear about it just in time <laughs> like it's just like, like there's no. This is coming up in two weeks. It's just kind of like the Saturday before. Like somebody will randomly text. It's just like, oh yeah, because of the daylight savings time. You're just like, oh shit, yeah, that's going on. Yeah. But this isn't the dangerous <laughs> one. This isn't the one that makes you late to work.
0: The other. No, no, no. This the is, is the one, one that saves you. This is yeah. the one that catches you up and makes you feel like you had an extra hour. Yeah. The spring ahead. That's the dangerous one.
1: Yeah. That's the weird one where you just kind of get to work earlier, just hanging out in the car in the parking lot, just being like, why are all the lights off? Why is <laughs> nobody here? Why, what's going on What's happened? why were all my shows not on in the morning I guess we have a jam packed episode 8-8 eight, eight for your eardrums we're doing rip from the headlines we're doing NCAA college hoops preview we're going to hit hmm. one inbox we're going to do the little um, inside the Mab Studios are going to do a Neapolitan Ooh. showdown we're doing our top three moments from Gillette Stadium
0: <laughs> <laughs> you up for that bro uh Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll have to look through my notes. All right. No problem. <laughs> Your notes. One, one won't be so f- super fresh, but that's all right. Great <laughs> notes.
1: Uh, and then we're going to do uh breakdown the gambling corner. You know, we had NCAA futures. Maybe we t- we'll touch on that. I also want to touch on – I had a couple bad beats, and I want to talk you through mm. what a bad yeah. beat feels like and how you can kind of see the writing on the wall. And then, guys, we'll finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. Starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there if you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shima. Come on. All right, ripped from the headlines. College hoop talk. Why are you doing that this week, brother?
0: Ooh, because on Tuesday, yeah, kickoff ncaa basketball we're kicking off we're getting some good games so now is our only chance our last chance to talk about the upcoming season Okay, good where does college
1: hoops rank for your sports watching kind of uh in the order of everything is it uh like above nfl above nba behind college football let me guess yours yeah, real it's, fast it's yeah.
0: behind it's behind college football and uh nfl football for mm-hmm. sure but sometimes i will on a random tuesday night i because the games tip off a little bit earlier, I'll probably catch more of those games in, say, NBA. So I, it's somewhere 3, 4. It really depends on the time of the week.
1: Yeah. Uh, I usually – so sell me on this. I don't really end up watching college football or college uh, basketball until about January. Like, I just want to talk about right. the macro right now and if this is kind of mm-hmm. – because it, it is one of the regular seasons that are probably, like, the – the least severe on keeping you in or out of kind of that postseason run.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's really kind of the last couple of weeks before people are making that big push who's on the bubble. Who's not, I would say the, the biggest thing for me that hooks me is, is a lot of teams unlike college football have now scheduled big time matchups early on in the season. Yeah, Right. You know, Kentucky is going to play uh, Michigan state, uh, uh, Kansas, oh, Kansas is going to play. Shoot, who do they play on Tuesday? We play Duke, right? Duke, baby. They play Duke. They play Duke. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you got a bunch of these kickoffs like early on in the season where a lot of the teams are 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 making a run at like, hey, let's see who we are as a team early on. Plus, you get to see all the new freshmen coming in. That's always a big kind of hype thing for me to just see how these like top preps who now are entering into college basketball how they're going to handle college basketball. And then they, they do have a lot of great tournaments, the Maui Invitational, yep. which is right around Thanksgiving. They have a lot of these, like, hey, we're going somewhere, uh, kind of like a, a pre-conference uh, championship run, kind of pre-NCAA, you know, uh, one-and-done type thing, and I always like to watch that.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah, I think you're right. They lean into it a little bit, I think this picked yeah. up probably really short. I know the Maui Invitational from, you know, nine years ago however old it is and i think they're just like we really started seeing over the last half decade it's just like you know we're gonna come out of the gate swinging we're gonna give you some marquee matchups uh real fast to run down just kind of your top 15 we got michigan state at the top kentucky kansas duke louisville florida maryland gonzaga north carolina villanova virginia seton hall
0: texas tech memphis and oregon uh that sound Mm -hmm. right to you bro yeah, I mean as of, as it sounds right now, I mean that's where it's at and I think it will be really interesting. Did you have Mem- Memphis in there? Memphis, or are they yeah. Just outside the top uh-huh. yeah, 14. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Memphis is going to get a lot of hype because they have a huge freshman class. They have the number 1 rated freshman class coming in. But I think it's of all the years, I think it's going to be the teams that are returning a lot of players. Duke's losing a lot of players, UNC's losing a lot of players. Virginia the con- uh, the reigning champion, they're losing a bunch of their star players. So it's the teams for me that I find um that are bringing a lot of talent back. Yeah. are the ones that are going to have probably some early c- success and jump out. And, while and some I think other teams are going
1: Yeah, and I think the polls reflect that, right? I mean because we're looking at Michigan State. I mean, that's probably mm-hmm. number 1 with the bullet on returning uh players from last year's Final Four run.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they lost a couple guys, but nothing like Duke and nothing like UNC and nothing like Virginia. So, um, yeah, and, and that's the other thing for, like, Louisville is up there pretty high, too. I mean, Louisville was 20-12 and 12 last year, somewhere in there. Uh, but they bring back their, you know, one of their best players, Jordan uh, Nawara, uh, a couple other good guys, Samuel William, Williamson, who's a good shooter out uh, out of the prep arena. And uh, but they bring a, a lot of good players back and they've got a good coach, too.
1: Uh, all right. So what you said Memphis kind of ran away and they're kind of uh, at the top spot with their freshman recruiting class. What put them on the map?
0: <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, Memphis, they've they've got uh, Penny Hardaway back in the saddle uh, for a second year. Uh, he used to coach in the high school and AAU circuit right around Memphis. And so he was able to keep a lot of local talents. James Weissman. Uh, is a local kid out of Memphis. He's the you know kind of contending number one overall pick, seven one, really lanky, athletic. Uh, has got a little good shooting touch, um, and then he was able to get a couple guys to flip: DJ Jeffries, um, Boogie Ellis, or guys that were I think committed to Duke and or K- Kentucky and Duke respectively, mm-hmm. and then they flipped back to him. And then he uh, got another top, I think, fifteen guy, and Precious. A butcher's name, Achiwa, Achiwia, uh, another 6'9", banger, uh, pretty athletic guy. And so they've got a, a bunch of young guys. Plus, they had a couple good uh, guys that are returning, Alex Lomax and their other guard. Drink, everybody, because I can't remember what's the top of my head. Drake. Oh, Tyler Harris. And, um, yeah, so they're just young. They're long. They're super athletic. And you know, it's uh, people are, are talking a lot about a lot about Penny. Penny Hardaway had a, did those Sprite commercials. Had like a mini
1: Penny Hardaway. I don't know if you remember that exactly. Reebok. Yeah. Do they have a tiny little chair for that little Penny Hardaway puppet when he coaches? Ooh, that'd be that'd Memphis. be pretty good. Calling little timeouts, <laughs> throwing little mini clipboards. I like it. <laughs> little mini clipboards. Oh, it's adorable. Uh, are we gonna see any action with these? Like, you know punishments these
0: sanctions these uh, these Adidas things these pain players. is anything gonna happen with that this year yeah no I mean the the one that really was dead to rights was Sean Miller and ostensibly he's still at Arizona so I, I I don't I don't know what's gonna happen to especially now that the NCAA has ruled that players can profit off their likeness yeah I, I do kind of wonder what's gonna happen to that investigation it, it, it's been kind of at a standstill since the middle toward the end of last year. Um, your KU guys are going to be excited for the fact that Sylvia D'Souza, who's kind of tied up in that, has been allowed to play back for, for KU. So that's a good a good sign. I just don't think there's going to be much coming of it. The guys that have been punished, um, the Tony Blands, the Chuck Persons, the assistant coaches that are out there, those guys have been punished. Um, and they've either given probation. A couple guys did jail time. The the other guys from Adidas, guy, those guys have caught in their penalties. And, and that's about it. I don't I don't see it going any further now. So it's just kind of done. I think it kind of is. There's, it's much ado about nothing. I could be saying that, and, uh, you know, the next shoe could be dropping. But yeah. as far as the the rumor mill is going out there, everyone's going kind of like, I'm not sure if anything's going to happen.
1: All right. I guess that's kind of what happens with these things. It's just kind of like it comes up and then it has gone down. And it's, you know... It, it did feel like a little bit of. Was there a little acceptance where it's just like, we kind of know this is going on with everything, and maybe exposing a little bit is now going to have people like just kind of being a little safer with it?
0: Yeah, it could be. You know, won't be as blatant with it. You know, guys like Will Wade for LSUs, like, not going to say, like, oh, let's make a serious ass offer and, you know, come at it pretty aggressive. I mean, I think it's, if anything, it's going to, they're going to have bagmens for their bagmens. And so it's going to be kind of like a. Almost like a, you know, Cosa Nostra type-esque, like, I tell you a little yeah. bit, you tell him a little bit, and then the rest will get it, you know, figured out along the line. Well, um, It'll be interesting to see how the paying or the the cashing in these players will have, how the coaches are now going to have to facilitate, you know, as intermediaries for these, you know, uh, you know endorsement deals, if you will.
1: So any other big headlines? I think that's a big headline going in that players can now profit off their names, uh, I'm, is there still buzz about expanding this tournament anymore? Is there, is there any other, just kind of like, are we going to fuck with the shot clock at all? Or are we moving back the three point line? Any other, like, big changes going into this 2019, it's, 2020
0: season? It's, it's like you're trying to, like, segue. Yes, they move back the three point line to international three points, mm-hmm. uh, three pointer, which will be good because then they're going to be getting a little bit of spacing on the floor. Um, which would be nice, and especially with zone defenses. And they did change the shot clock, kind of like the NBA went from uh, after a miss, if you get an offensive rebound, that that clock goes from uh, instead of 24 seconds, goes down to 14. The college did the same thing. It's a 30-second clock, went down to 20 seconds. So they've adjusted that a little bit. And it's really just to kind of keep up the pace of play um, and to kind of not, you know, give such an easy three pointer actually kind of unclog the lane a little bit and and go to more of an international field.
1: All right. All right. Uh, that sounds good. Let's get out of the segment. I do want to ask one last question. So the three point game, which we've kind of seen, you know, that the Renaissance or the taking off to trying to really change the gameplay in the NBA, are we going to see more three point attempts in college basketball?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's totally going to mirror the NBA. And I think, uh, you know, I think you'll have teams that'll scheme very heavily toward it and make that a big part of their offense. I think, like, New Mexico State last year, um, they took a lot of threes. And I want to see, like, Auburn last year took a lot of threes as well, too. Um, especially if you're lacking in size, you know, you can really affect the gameplay by pace and then taking a lot of threes. And I think uh, some of those teams can, you know, want to run and gun and just jack threes and uh, – uh, you know kind of adopt that houston-esque or houston rockets-esque type theory
1: where am i most dangerous from with my three
0: ball bro it's the left corner baby yeah all man. day spotting up somewhere. just hanging out perfect for their uh,
1: You. <laughs> let's jump into the inbox um all right so we had one listener right in there just like hey you know that inside the actor studio uh why don't you do inside <laughs> the the Mabber studio we're like that's a great fucking idea so the questions Beautiful. are um, what is your favorite word least favorite word um, yeah we'll get into this like favorite curse yeah. words sound noise uh, so who wants to take the ball
0: out first you want to ask me bro sure I'll and ask I'll you say, okay. absolutely now do I have to do it as James Lipton or can I do I, it? I think, it as, I
1: think that's why I had you go first I want to hear what you do I'm going to follow your lead like uh, yeah I think, uh. I think give, give it a shot but remember this is the hour of power so we have yes, to make right, sure exactly. he doesn't exactly the funny thing is, like is a,
0: I'm just going to be doing like a bad Will Ferrell impression yes, yes. of James Lipton exactly like, what, what is your favorite word <laughs> um,
1: yeah, yeah let's go okay we'll go again. Uh, volition <laughs> volition Volition. yeah I just I really like like it's not it's for no like spiritual reason or anything I just really like the just the volition like the way it like kind of
0: rolls off the the way it sounds He's yeah using a sentence Brandana <laughs>
1: Um, I decided to grow this mustache of my own volition
0: <laughs> I like it good job uh, what is your least favorite word
1: uh, backdoor cover that might be a dash in there
0: but... Ew, yeah that might be a phrase <laughs> that's right. what turns you on creatively spiritually or emotionally say IPA's brah that gets
1: all three I get super creative that's right what turns you, what turns you off? Glass half empty attitudes. I hate a fucking stick in the mud, brah. Pessimists. It, yeah. Yeah. Or it's just like you know, like I think we were talking about it one time. It's just like that guy that just like, like exhales at the office all the time. It's just like life ain't that rough, brah. Relax. It's all just we're all in this together.
0: Um. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. 100%. Fuck. I mean, that's just, yeah, I, it's, well. just it's, it's, it's so, it's so uh, versatile.
1: Yeah. Don't try to reinvent the wheel or anything. It it knows what it's doing. Yeah. It's all over the sure. spot. Uh, what sound or noise do you love? I have the the hum of a casino, like when you first walk in, it's like, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it feels good. Like really? a, a weekend starting. I mean, I am staying on brand a little bit on brand and a yes. brand, but I do, I enjoy oh, okay. that. Enjoy that. I like it. I like it. What's, uh, what's on her noise do you hate? A door slamming. I legit, like, it drives me fucking, real. like when people are like, shutting cupboards, any sort of like, wooden thing slamming shut, makes me oh, want to just like,
0: light the office on fire. <laughs> uh, what profession other than your own, would you like to attempt?
1: I think we did this.
0: Yeah, like we a did m- this, money yes. man- manager, stockbroker. There you go. Uh, and what profession, what profession would you not like to do?
1: Waiter, Serving tables, that's, that's done.
0: I don't, You're over with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm, yeah. What I would be very, uh, what I don't like, I would be very glass half empty if I was
0: going around serving tables. <laughs> and if, I'll look up here, and if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Like,
1: not yet, Brandana. Head back, get back in the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're done. No, your time isn't done. You're done. Get back down there.
1: Uh, i like it what is your favorite
0: word uh yes oh nice i love yes very simple easy i love hearing yes it's <laughs> uh it's it's a good word yeah again what is your least favorite word uh, i would say uh I would say you know uh, gross descriptive words like moist moist is a gross word yep yep yep, yep. i don't like it you know what i mean i hate people explaining things that are moist it's gross yeah yeah. it's not it's not a positive
1: what turns you on creatively spiritually or emotionally
0: uh this podcast bro oh look at that
1: good look at that I think we we're both good. Like nobody went like super on brand. I like just got like way too deep with it. It was just like, "Oh, let's remember still the M A B sports podcast
0: here. Let's keep it. Let's keep it light." Uh what turns you off? Um, you know, I think pessimistic pessimistic attitudes is a really good one. I think I think like uh people that are self-defeating, like, you know, that that are like, oh, "I don't even want to attempt it. Why what's the point?" Yeah, I hate that. I really hate that. Um I hate it when when my kids say stuff like that too. Like that just like really, I think I dive too deep into it the other way. It's like no, 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 you don't do that. Yeah, it'll be positive. You could do anything you want. Mm. That's good, bro. Uh,
1: We're gonna get a parent corner around here soon. You still have, yeah, right, exactly. You still have those kids, right? They're mine. Yes. CPS hasn't taken while. Got them all right. Got me that. Got me that. Um, what is your favorite curse word? Motherfucker. Oh man, you're going for the. That's the look. Right whole enchilada
0: that's all right that's a big banger right yeah. you can do it motherfucker please yeah that one's not playing around what sound or noise do you love this will be very on brand um, I, I, it's oh, yeah, a little yeah. cliche but loving the, the sound of my kids laughing uh, 2.0 has got like a belly laugh that is super infectious but both of them all three of them really uh, have just got laughs that just tickle you it's it's I love it it's great
1: and you just won over, won over the entire pod audience. Can't wait to get a text baby. about oh, it, I just hey, won he's this so round. Sweet. How uh, do you score you did, that answer? <laughs> did, that's not, um, what sound of noise do you hate?
0: Them whining over toys. We have mm-hmm. a million and one toys. And mm-hmm. when they get into an argument over one toy, when there's literally a million toys, uh, much like your, I want to slam cupboards yeah. just to release the tension <laughs> because it fucking makes me lose my mind.
1: Uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt?
0: Oh, he's a c- comedian, which i uh, not doing a very good job of making this nice. fun or, or light. So <laughs> go to the next one. Uh,
1: what profession would you not like to do?
0: Ooh, uh, going back, uh, like ditch digging, when I was working for the uh, basement like remodeling mm-hmm. company that I worked for, uh, waterproofing, ugh, that was the fucking worst. Yeah. Digging ditches around a house, not fun.
1: If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Come on in, B. <laughs> place yeah. is ready. Get in here. Yeah, place is ready. Put you in a little headlock, give you a little noogie. Uh, perfect, yeah. guys. Uh, if you have any emails for us, shoot us at mabsportspodcast at com. All right, bro. It is high noon. Bring us to that jam.
0: So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me, and we just disagree.
1: Ooh. A Neapolitan Showdown top three moments from Gillette Stadium. We, if you guys listen to the last week's podcast thanks for having a blast with us we took you on the road for episode 87 we went to the patriots browns game had ourself a bus i will map out oh most awesome drives to chicago flies in sunday morning that's two hour drive goes to the game right. goes back to the airport after the game lands drives back home goes to bed gets up goes to work monday because he's a man
0: yeah. God damn. I don't think I'll ever do that. Something like that again. Oh really? Um it was oh, yeah, it was yeah. intense. So I left that That makes me sad. So we're not seeing a football game or are you just gonna oh, No 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 I'll, no, no. no we'll just, gonna just get we'll Monday on the trip.
1: Just get Monday off work, yeah.
0: Yeah, either Monday off of work or come in Saturday night. Yeah. It's uh I was trying to do like you know, keep Doctor Mrs. the commission like not having to shoulder too much of the responsibility while Brandana and i gallivant in boston for an afternoon <laughs> sure yeah um so it's like all right let's keep it a tight window i can do this but it's like fuck that drive on the way back it's like oh man i'm gonna have to pull over in a truck stop do yeah. something take <laughs> a little cat nap
1: oh yeah that's um all right, so uh, that was the map that we recorded the podcast. You came to meet me, recorded the podcast in the back of our Uber because uh, Foxborough is not right inside of Boston. It is like 30, no. 40 minutes outside of it. So we're there, did the podcast, and hit the ground running. All right, so top three moments. Um, it was rainy as hell. Uh, I will say yeah. my number three moment was covering ourselves in trash bags and everyone acting like we invented that. Like, so, yeah. we, we get out of the car, like, it's it's rainy, like, it's it's very, like, just, you know, East Coast, like, fall, rain, rainy weather, like, cold, like, just cold enough that you can tolerate it. Uh, we're just like, shit, what do I mean? well, you came prepared, but we're like, we need more rain gear. So we go into CVS, yeah. uh, we go to buy some trash bags. They're all sold out of just rain covers for me, right. ponchos, and then we go out, and they're just kids in the live, like, putting trash bags on. And we're like, oh, this is great. And, like, we kept asking, it was, like, can we have a trash bag? And they were, like, these aren't our trash bags. And it's, like, the only three of them standing around there. So, I'm, like, all
0: right, well, we're going to take a trash bag. Yeah, who, who? where did those trash bags come from? Because you were, like, you offered them money. It's not even yeah. like, can we get one? You were, like, hey, can I throw a couple bucks at you yeah. to get a trash bag? And they're, like, not our trash bags, bro. And we're, like, all right. Yeah, slow down. But, it's like, how, like whose are these then? Yeah. Like, it's, this isn't CVS's. We're not participating in like a petty felony right now just by stealing trash bags
1: yeah exactly it'd be like walking up to like a table and everyone's just kind of like you know eating a pizza like a slice of pizza and you're just like hey can i like pitch in can i buy a pizza and they're just like this ain't our pizza and it's just like a bunch of people shoving the pizza in their mouth and it's like i right. well, it, i'm gonna grab a slice then that's how this is gonna right, right
0: exactly we're gonna go in there and uh i do like that we were talking about a little gambling corner right there Told them to to take that under. <laughs> we did they tell them. They, they they didn't want to buy in on it, and they were wrong. They were fucking hey, idiots. You were like idiot. <laughs> You're wrong. Uh, Thank you for the trash bags.
1: Yeah, what do you what do you got for your three spot, bruh?
0: Well, I'm gonna go number three. Before we got to the CVS, we had uh, our our Uber take us from the hotel out. We're stuck in traffic. Hop out of the Uber, and uh, I pulled a little. Caesar Milan tactic with a cop trying to tell yeah. us to get back in the car. Yeah. I really shut it down. I was like, shh, shh, nope, you know, calm, submissive, or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were going to make me an accomplice in this, but I will jump on this point. It was very, like, so it was just, we were trying to pull up the stadium, we are going to go to maybe a sports bar beforehand, but then, I mean, it just got, like, just gridlocked. Like, no cars were moving. And so we're, we're in an yeah. Uber, and then we're just like, and we can see the stadium right there, and we're just like, oh, like, we'll just get out. And then this lady was just like, this, like, traffic cop was just like, get, get back to your car. Like, you can't get out of your car. So it's just kind of like us sitting back there, the car not moving for, like, another eight minutes. And you're just like, what do you want to do, Brandana? What do you want to do? And it's just like, I don't. She said stay in the car. And then, like, we just kind of sit there. And then you're like. We're getting out. <laughs> then yeah. we just get out, and we just walk over. And she's just like, "Hey, get back in the car." You're just like, "No, thank you. No, thank you." Like you just kept saying, "No, thank you." Like it was, – he was just like, "Get back in that car." What's your name? No, thank you. And then we just walked over and uh, got our trash bags. It was perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is one of those things where it's like if you just have enough confidence. Yeah. Because she did say she was like, "Didn't I just talk to you?" And we're yep. like, "Yeah." She's like, yep. Give, can you get back in your car?" We're like, "Nope, we're good. No, no thanks. <laughs> we're all right. We're good." And you just keep like keep peppering them back with their own words they're like oh, okay what is she gonna make us do like get back into the car it's like we're already on the sidewalk sure
1: okay uh well a bag of trash bags cost uh probably around six dollars so i'm giving myself uh six points for that uh if we were arrested at that time it was probably around twelve thirty the afternoon the judge would see us at eight so that's um that's a solid uh oh fuck it i don't know around 16 hours Six hours locked up. All right, sixteen to six, going into number uh, two. All right, so pregame we met uh, those two guys that we try to have subscribe to the podcast. So we basically we get in the stadium, we're kind of like milling about. I have some uh, some map dollars on some games, so we got to find some screens yeah. where we can watch them. You like a champ, pull over some hot dogs and you get like a pretzel going. Right. But I had those guys there, and then like we're sitting there, we're talking to him. It's just like, oh, record these guys for the pod. And I'm sitting there. I remember, like, I had the thing going. I've asked him like three questions, and you're like, "Brandon, you're not recording." So I just have like the screen up. Like I hit record, but like none of it's recording. And I knew like you were serious because it was kind of like it wasn't even a jokey way. It was just like you used my like actual first name. It was like, "Brandon, you're not recording. Like, get it <laughs> together. Like, let's start getting these videos." That was my. That's that was my too number
0: funny. Two. That's too funny. That's funny. Yes, my number two. That's really good too. I re- I do remember that. I was, I was feeling a little peckish, too, and uh, it wasn't our only stadium food venture. we did a really, yeah. really con- quick console back bracket. Getting the brats, you remember getting the brats with we got sauerkraut and the jalapenos, which I, I, I'm not a fan of, but that's yeah. apparently your move? That's my move, bro. That's my move. Oh, man. That fucking, the jalapenos, like, fired me up for the third or fourth quarter. It was like, all right, I'm energized now. So I might be taking that on the road with me next time I go to a game. Love it. But but my number two happened to be in that pavilion as well. Those two guys who I have in my phone and I texted the podcast, I don't remember their names. Mm-hmm. But the one dude, uh kind, gentle soul that he was, actually took his poncho off of his own back oh, yes. and gave it to you, yeah. Brandana. Yeah. He I was did like one. my he's like my brandana, the guy <laughs> that I just recently subscribed to this podcast shan't be wearing a garbage bag in the stadium, took it off, put it on his back. Now, to be fair to him, he was from New Hampshire, so I can't give this a glowing endorsement to the state of Massachusetts. (laughs) Sure. He was from New Hampshire. But, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was, like, I was, like, I was truly floored by that. I was, like, this guy is awesome.
1: Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So there was, like, I remember turning it down a couple times because it's a little bit, like, it's, you know,
0: Demasculating oh, strong, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah. here, wear yeah. my letter He's jacket, like I wear you. my
1: letter jacket, and get warm, like a, <laughs> you uh, adorable little mustache soul. Uh, but right. like it was, like it was all in the right spirit. It was like it was, it was cool. Yeah. So we threw that on. All right. So he was a. Uh, I'm gonna go with got 800 for the number of dollars my phone cost, and still not knowing how to use it to record, and then. <laughs> new Hampshire's zip code probably is somewhere starts with like one one zero one one zero two four uh i think that's a new york zip code well that's what you got one one zero two four i'll look up new hampshire if we have to adjust the scoring at the end we will all right numbers that's right. yeah exactly. top moment top moment uh my number one moment out of everything is us getting out of that stadium going to our seventy dollar uber uh, we're basically walking through three different parking lots to try to get there. It's, it's a hike, and it's all kind of oh, bottlenecking. Yeah. And you're like, just a second, Brandana. And, like, you kind of trail behind, and I'm, like, trying to find the Uber. And I turn around, and you show up with two bottles of beer. I don't, oh, I, yes, that's right. I don't know where those came from. It was, like, a magic trick. Like it was insane. Like you had just like <laughs> you just produced them, and it wasn't even like they weren't even stadium beers. I mean, I feel like a, they weren't a brand that I'd seen anywhere, or anything. And we popped them open, and yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so I I found them again. Here's where little petty felonies come into play. Sure. Uh, there was a cooler right next to a vehicle. Oh, and okay. we're gonna miss them. All right, and we're getting nice. the vehicle. I like so it. I just you know I was like, all right, I'm gonna take these out of the, out of this cooler. Now to be fair. It was a cooler in between a vehicle. It wasn't like I went in the vehicle. It was outside of a vehicle. I just opened the lid, looked good to go. So I'm taking them.
1: Someone lost a cooler right next to their tailgate setup. And you were just yeah. like, hey, this lost cooler. I'll take them. It was, uh, yeah,
0: there was a there was a bunch of dudes drinking beers. I said, hey, can I get money for these beers? They're like, not our beers. Not our beers. Like, hey, well, I'm just going to take <laughs> yeah, Fair enough. I'm just going to take them. Uh, all right. I what, like it. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Holy tw- shit.
1: 24 ounces of a surprise, 24 points for me. What do you got, bro? <laughs> oh,
0: that's good. Uh, I was going to go with uh, my number one, me staying very much on brand. As most of you guys know, I'm not a big fan of pooping in public places uh bars restaurants anything like that oh restaurants are maybe okay but mostly bars yeah um me and us kind of holding court in the bathroom in the line some guy taking a shit and i noticed that he had taken his rain jacket off hung it <laughs> over the top of the stall and then when he came out i said you took a shit he goes yeah i did and we kind of made fun of him and heckled him for taking a shit yeah that it was, was me that was my uh... favorite moment of the game <laughs>
1: I'm going to give you the W for that because I didn't even know if you would bring up the bathroom moment. I didn't know if the kind of the bathroom moment was just going to be all off limits as just kind of one thing. So you're you're going to get the W. It was that bathroom stuff was hilarious. Like everyone, like (laughs) I just like the mood of the bathroom. I mean, it's super packed, but everybody's making jokes. Like there's at one point where like, me and this, like, two other strangers are, like, just, like, heckling this one guy that's, we're saying, like, he's just taking him too long to urinate. So, we're just, like, speeding up, right, right. And I was just, like, I, like, I honestly, I got the attention of, like, 25 people. Like, I turned around, I was just, like, watch how fast it can be done. And then, like, I just, like, I'm just. <laughs> I just go really uh, quick and then I get done and it like is this is gonna gross everybody out, these gross uh, just whatever stadium things. And then like I'm high five of people on the way out and we're like celebrating <laughs> like I just fucking nailed it.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, so good. See this is the fun that guys have in the bathroom. Like girls, <sighs> yeah. you have your own fun, this is our fun. We make fun of you for taking a shit. We make fun of yeah. you if you can't go fast enough, then we celebrate how fast we can go. I love this. This is beautiful. <laughs>
1: Uh, Alright, guys, Um, let's get into the Brandana Gambling Corner. Bring us to that jam. ncaa 2020 championship odds Mm. i got michigan state at plus 650 kentucky plus 750 duke plus 850 memphis plus 1000 virginia plus 1100 kansas plus 1300 north carolina 14 louisville 14 uh, yeah, we said Memphis, right? Yeah, because you're excited about them. Actually, higher than Kansas. It's weird. Like, Memphis is number four in the rankings. So, here's my thing. This is just like the NBA. You've got these odds, these odds aren't bad right now. Because if you think any of these right. guys are going to be a one seed, then you're going to be looking at something probably closer to like plus 300. So, if you're really thinking like, you know, like a Virginia the last two years or somebody like a Michigan State where you're just like, they're going to be number one overall, they're going to be number one in some region, like, I'd gobble right. them
0: up at the 650 right now. Ooh, see, this is interesting. So I'm, I'm excited for Memphis in just the freshman aspect of it. But I, from a gambling perspective, I would totally stay away. I would look to put your money somewhere sure. else. yeah. If you look at, like, the one-and-done era, um, basically there's been two teams that had te- guys that are uh, rotation minutes of freshmen that were, like, 50% or more of the whole, like, minutes that were played. So two teams actually won a national ta- championship. That was Duke— in uh 2015 and then Kentucky in 2012. So a couple big factors is one is coaching, right? You've got Penny Hardaway, he's totally unproven versus Coach K or John Calipari, guys who've been there, who've done it, who've like taken teams to the final four. This is Penny Hardaway's second season. And then if you look at the history of all of the teams and the the one and done teams, the best chances they usually get to is like a final four maybe a lead eight so I would stay away from Memphis even at plus 1,000 they've got a loaded class but this freshman class isn't even one of the upper echelon of freshman classes that have come into the NCAA in recent years yeah it's good but it's not like it's there's no LeBron there's no uh, Carmelo's or Kevin Durant's are like surefire products that are in there. So just like kind of our NBA preview that we
1: did like uh, three or four weeks ago, we'll kind of do the same thing. This is almost like a little part two segment where we can deep in a little uh, digging a little deeper on some of the teams that we talked about at the top of the show. What right here are we looking at? Just talent of team wise? Is this one of those years like Kentucky like five six years ago where it's just like them head and shoulders above everybody else. Like Kansas had a year like that. And it's just like all these other guys trying to catch up. Are we looking at like, you know, five or six could be anybody's odds. Cause right here, what these odds tell me is that like, it kind of could be anybody's tournament.
0: Oh, it for sure is. I think it's, I think it's totally up in the air. Even Michigan state is already dinged already because they, they've lost Josh Langford, um, who's a wing providing scoring for them till potentially after January they're not 100 percent sure. Um, Kentucky has a lot of new guys. They probably have the most returning guys that they've ever had in the one and done era. But still, the guys that they have returning are not uh, haven't you know been been big producers. KU, honestly, I'm surprised that they're at plus 1300 uh, with the, with the front court that they're bringing back, with the guys that they're bringing back, and and they got Jalen Wilson, who's a Michigan commit, who switched at the 11th hour and and came back to them. Their biggest question mark is three-point shooting and just opening up for Azabuki and uh, some of the big guys that they've got. Um, You know, UNC is, they they are totally decimated by uh, guys leaving for the NBA, graduate uh, guys coming in. So they had to bring in two grad transfers. Cole Anthony's going to be really impressive coming out there. So there's not like a clear consensus favorite that I could sit there and go absolutely like i feel confident that they're yeah. going to win or they're going to have a straight line run to the to the ncaa final four
1: yeah so that's what i probably do strategy wise on this if you absolutely wanted to bet it if you're just like man if i don't get my future bet in i'm gonna like this money on fire uh you'd want to look at kind of i would look around you know who's going to be a number one like I said earlier, like I still, right. I still even think it's worth it for Michigan State. You know, if you think Michigan State is going to go in the number one, like I said, six fifty, I think is still good enough odds to walk in there and be like, all right, this bet was worth it. Or you're just like Kansas. I mean, I love that Kansas. If you're thinking Kansas, just like yeah, there's going to be a one or two seed. Like absolutely, lock it in. Definitely yeah. get them at plus thirteen hundred. Here's my question to you: Has there ever been like um? So obviously, you know, we had the. You know the sister jeans like the Leola's and everything that happened sure. in the tournament the cinderella teams the 14 seeds the george masons whatever can you remember like a team recently that was kind of off the radar that was looking maybe as like an eight nine seed coming into the season and then just like had just a fucking dynamite regular season and then got like a one or two seed kind of like a one or two seed
0: that was surprising a little off the map because that's where to Ooh. me you grab value right right that that's what you're looking for um trying to think. I mean, I well, there was um, immediately, but I don't know what their expectations were coming into the season. It was 2014's winner, which is UConn, but they were a seventh seed, and they kind of shocked everybody yeah. in the tournament. I'm trying to think of the ones that had. Yeah,
1: it's less tournament shock. Yeah, that was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just trying to think of a pre- one seed
0: where I'm just. Yeah, preseason, kind of preseason hype didn't live up to it. Oh, you know, I mean, Kentucky in that same year in 2014 was. They were they had a bunch of returning guys, but they they underperformed and were an eight seed and made a run into it. But you're looking for the other direction. I'm so. looking the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of it. Maybe I mean, maybe not. I think
1: I think there were times when just like some of these big, bigger schools, because I think those bigger schools kind of get more of the respect to get bumped into that. Like maybe we weren't talking about an, an Ohio State at the beginning of the year and they just had a just a dynamite regular season and just really took care of business inside their conference, or they were just like ah, oh, they're a two seed all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, and I I I'd, I'd look for teams like that are just are were solid and returning like uh, a team like Cincinnati, uh, it, it, you know that plays in Memf- Memphis's conference re- returns the player of the year, uh, Jaron Cumberland. Um, he also had his cousin transfer. He shoot can shoot really well. Javen Cumberland. Um, they lost obviously Mick Cronin to UCLA, but they bring in a guy from uh, North Kentucky who did a good job as a good coach. And so they were were like a 28-win team last year. They returned three of their other starters on top of it. Uh, Like, I would like for them to sit there kind of off the beaten path that could maybe kind of unexpectedly sneak into that one, two seed, maybe even a three seed. Um, A team like Seton Hall is uh, 12th in the rankings right now, but not like a real public name. Uh, They have four returning starters. Miles Powell uh, comes back with second in the league at 23 points per game. Uh, they've got some good depth, some good three-point shooters, uh, Miles Kale. Uh, they've got depth and experience, and they've got some size and, and some transfers that came in from Florida State. Uh, or you've got Colorado in the Pac-12, won 23 games last year, returns all seven, or excuse me, all five stars are back, six of their top seven scorers are back. Uh, those guys are somebody that you might make a look for. It's like, oh, hey, shit, At the end of the, at the end of the season, they're sitting at, like, 28 wins and going to win out the Pac-12. They might get a, a two seed, you know, that are, are not trending high on the future odds right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'd look for. I'd, I'd look at those conferences and see if something, you can shake something out that would make sense to be like. Because that's the kind of position you want. You want to get in early on these teams as opposed to, you know, if they're getting that three seed later and they kind of shocked everybody, the odds aren't going to be as tasty as they are now. Put on your little thinking cap. What, there you go. What do you Absolutely. see that other people don't see? Um, all right, brother, you want to get into a couple bad beats real fast?
0: Let's talk about your bad beats, my friend.
1: All right, I got some NFL bad beats that I just uh, – just so you can guys can kind of see how shit can go off the rails and go off <laughs> quickly. So I uh, had some Mab dollars on the uh, the Colts Colts game, but was feeling really Oof. excited about that. And they were plus one the Colts were plus one so the Colts were technically underdogs at Pittsburgh uh and this game was just Jacoby Brissett goes out so you're then like all of a sudden you're just like okay well um that ain't good like I this is going to be a problem so I had a chance to uh, so you can also hedge so here's what happens uh we go into halftime and the halftime score well what happens is Brissett goes out Hoyer throws a touchdown they go 10-3 then they're marching in, in the red zone again. This is second quarter, like 3 minutes left in the second quarter. Have the chance to go up 17-3. Hoyer throws a pick six.
0: So yes, a bad pick six.
1: That. So now I saw that. now we're looking at a 10-10 tie. They go up 16-10. Uh, miss an extra point. As soon as extra points are missed, you're just like fuck. This is going to be <laughs> this is going to be a problem. So remember, I've Indianapolis plus 1. I don't drag this out too much like they're trying there's some You know, there's a strip in the end zone. Instead of getting the touchdown, they get the safety, whatever. And then they, like, uh, you know, fumble, like, the safety return kick. Anyway, we all get to a point. Here's what happens. So it is um, we're in the fourth quarter, and it's 18-23, and they score a touchdown, and they decide to go for two to give them a three-point lead, which – fucks me because what would actually happen is they would have just been one point behind which means worst case scenario my bets a push does that make sense yes and they go for yes. two. And oh yes yes they go for I didn't two even and they miss think it.
0: about that I, I totally forgot that that would have with the gambling aspect in it yes. it would have kept you at that push yeah
1: yeah because they're going for that the you know the field goal is what they need to like tie and it was just like right so when that happens you're just like man the gods are just on you and they're just like this the same ever going to happen uh, and then Vinatieri misses the field goal that's fine. So the, that's that, but not to be outdone, uh, this bad beat will be pretty quick. Bucks and Seahawks uh, have MAP dollars on Bucks plus five. I like this. Like, it's a slug fist. They're going back and forth. We get down to the Seahawks with 425 left, go up a touchdown, 2734. Then the Buccaneers are able to tie that. And it's 34-34 with like a minute left. And the Seahawks have a timeout. So Seahawks drive down. The score's tied 34-34. They get the opportunity for a like 36-yard field goal as time expires. I want this field goal to go through. I just right. want the fucking game over because I have Tampa Bay plus five. Like, let's get on right. with our lives. Misses the field goal. So now oh, we're going to overtime. So what am I thinking now most awesome touchdowns the worst thing that could happen seattle cannot score a touchdown what prevents seattle from scoring a touchdown the nfl overtime rules are if you are the first team to have the possession and you kick a field goal the other team gets a chance so all i need i need tampa bay to win the coin toss and get the ball first so that way tampa bay either scores and wins or they punt it to seattle and seattle at least would you know
0: probably they they would entertain the idea
1: of kicking a field goal because that still wins in
0: the yeah. game but if they get yeah, the yeah. Ball, there'd be no reason to go for a touchdown because if they got in field goal position they just kick the field goal
1: exactly but now they get the ball first and what do they do and i just i just fucking do it i just it's yeah. a long slow death just watch them go down the field and score to win by six points which just tick tick, tick five tick, tick, points tick, tick,
0: doesn't cover you know, because Russell Wilson heard you give him the MVP a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, "I'm doing this for you, oh, Brandtana." You're that, like, "No, no, that, lay up, just take the field goal." That
1: stings, bro. So uh, hopefully, this will be the last of my bad beats stories. And I can tell some
0: some positive, some good beat stories. <laughs> are there? Is there such a thing of being a good beat, like on the other end of? I guess it, is that's the backdoor cover, right? You just like, oh yeah, slid in by the hair of your chinny chin chin. Yeah, yeah,
1: probably the yeah, probably the the best thing that usually happens is the backdoor cover like it'll just be whatever you have the you have the Raiders plus, you know, 7. Uh yeah, you have the Raiders plus 7 and they're playing, you know, team and that team's up by, you know, 12. So they don't they don't right. give a shit. And then, you know, the lines come down just as time expires and the defense is kind of letting up. They're playing super soft. They just want the game to be over. Lions score a touchdown, right. you know, to go in 5, but nobody actually cares because the game's over. But you care. Yeah, yeah. But you, you care. Every, you care. You're, you're
0: pumped up. Cash in your ticket. Cash that ticket in. That's right. Every Seattle Seahawks fan was just, like, freaking out when they uh, when they covered and scored that touchdown. They're like, oh, yes. I know. I know. It's the absolute worst. That, that – uh, although you had to feel on that, going back to that Steelers game, because I actually was watching that game, there was, like, a terrible pass interference call. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I don't know I, if you saw Yeah, did I did. Did you see that where it, like, set the – it put them in position to get – in a field goal position. And that is like and they even reviewed that one cuz I was like I was screaming at the TV like you have to Mike Tomlin, you have to throw the PI review flag on that because the ball was like 15 yards in front of him. It, it was him for...
1: Yeah, I saw what happened. So number one, like my least favorite thing in the NFL is definitely uh PI flags on underthrown balls. I think it's, it just needs to be judged differently. That's not this. So I won't go off on that tangent. Just dog-ear that. Remind me to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, but this does kind of do that. So Brian Hoyer hadn't been able to move the ball at all. Like, their offensive no. line was getting lit up. I don't know who said the Colts had a good offensive line. They're fucking liars. Or it, did someone bring in the steel curtain? Because, I mean, it was just yeah. like. The, the it, Steelers
0: played really well. I will say this. Yeah, it was like I mean, constant they constant Yeah, they Yeah. They were kicking the shit out of him, which was on. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, so is uh, I and it was I it was like third and ten. So it was kind of a desperation thing with, you know, I think two and a half minutes left. So I, I knew what the game plan was. It was just like let's throw it up from the grab and maybe we get a flag. The ball number one, was the ball catchable? I don't think so. And to get the not even close. And to get the PI flag, what he did is I don't know the receiver's name, I don't give a shit. It's one of the guys that was dropping fucking a ton of fucking passes. But, right. like, uh, that should be right there. It's just like, well, we're going to call pass interference, but this guy can't catch football, so we're going to pick up the flag. But So it's, it's overthrown, and he creates contact because he, he has his man beat. He knows he's not going to catch the ball, so he slows down. So the guy runs into him, and then he gets a flag from that. It was, a, it was the probably the worst call this Sunday.
0: Yeah, it was so bad that when they're showing the replay – you see the contact. They had a close-up of the contact. Yeah, you can't see the ball. You can't see the ball anywhere <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the closeup. Yeah.
1: Was that your big? That's how unca- Was that your big thing about was, it, like
0: slowing down, or just uncatchable? It was. I, no, my biggest thing was uncatchable. And and I, if if I'm the player, you almost got to tip your tip your map a little bit to the guy that's like thinking that much. Like I can't catch it, but I'll slow down. I'll create contact. And worst case scenario, you'll just get like the five yard penalty. You won't get the spot file. Yeah. Like I actually thought that they were going to re- reverse that. It was like illegal contact downfield. Five yard penalty versus the spot file. Like I think th- I thought they were going to reverse it from that, but no, they're like no, nope, keeping it as is. I could not believe it. I was like, and they it was funny too in that game. They just talked about that. Uh, basically, coaches have stopped challenging. You the have pass to interference rule because they don't get them right. Yeah, yeah. They ha- just burn a timeout. Well,
1: actually, no. I think it's the opposite. I think well, I think the second half it's they challenge it because you might as well. Like if you're, if you don't need those sure. timeouts or whatever, you're just like, fuck it. Like, let's, let's see what happens. And I will say this though. I like, and I know we've said this before. I really love, you know, the percentage of, or whatever that they're overturning these things. I'm glad it doesn't happen often. Cause it, it fucking shouldn't, it'll turn this game into the nightmare.
0: Right. Right. It, it does, but it's also, it's, I mean, get it right. Every yeah. week we're talking about, yeah. Every week we're talking about the refs, yeah, but, but it's during calls. You yeah, know what
1: I mean? it seems like to me though, pass interference is a little different. Pass interference call, and let's remember like why it's on the books. And I think like hopefully they take it off the books next year. But it's because of that that Saints Rams game, and it's they're not looking they're not looking to get it right. I think they defer to the moment. What they're really looking to do is just like, is there something fucking like egregious that we absolutely missed? Yeah. And if it's not egregious, if it's like whatever, and we're just like, well, there, you know what? did grab the jersey a little bit there was a little tugging we missed it so uh, so we're not going to overturn it it's got to be it's got to be insane
0: yeah yeah the egregious part for me on that was just the fact that it was (laughs) that the the ball the ball dropped fucking eight yards ahead of him yeah it's just it was unbelievable all right all right guys enough enough ranting
1: I know brother that's good they they like a little ranting. we we earned a little elbow room we give them the hour of power we want to talk a little pass interference It's this is a little us time Give us a little me time. It's a, it
0: is. It's a little us. It's, it's a little map time right now. Um, all right, brother. Who do you got for your MVP? Oh, I'm going to go with uh, Jorge Masvidal, who won uh, UFC, what was it 244 last night, uh, beat Nate Diaz. I really liked him for his uh, post, I guess, post-fight interview, chomping on pizza, talking about Conor McGregor and how he didn't want any of that, talking about how, you know, he's going to bust everyone. Uh, up. I love confident fighters. Not cocky, but I love the confidence of it. It's like, no, it's like if you come in here into this ring, I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. And that's exactly what's going to happen. And I just love him just, like, eating a slice of pizza. He had, like, a bottle of, like, Tito's next to him. This dude was into it. I- I- I'm liking this guy.
1: Love it. Uh, MVP of the week. I sent this to you. I don't think they put the kid's name because they usually don't do it in articles. There was just, like, this 11-year-old that was trick-or-treating. I don't know what his age was. Maybe it was, I think he was, like, eight, actually. But it's my go-to age. I know I sent you this article. Brandana got a little dusty when I watched the video, but basically the um, these little house cameras caught. Yeah. So it's like they weren't home. The family wasn't home, so they just put out a bowl of candy for like trick or treaters come and like take out a piece of candy. And you see it from like this kind of like this house monitor view of the porch. And this kid comes right. up and he's just like, "Oh, there's no candy in here." And he's like, "What's up with that, mom?" And mom was just like, "Oh, I guess they're kind of out." And then the kid's like, "Well." So, when trick or treaters come by here, they're, they're not going to get any candy because there's none left. She's like, Yeah, there's just none left. So he's just like, Well, that ain't right. So he takes candy that he already collected out of his own bag, puts it in the bowl.
0: What? Dude, what a kid.
1: How the fuck can you be and glass half empty at the world when shit like that happens? I know, right? It's my boy. Um, I, I love that kid. I love that kid. Let's add a little uh, one more quick thing. What's your, uh, your least shocking thing of the week? You got anything, brother? I'll go first. My least yes. shocking thing of the week, I would say the Bears lose yet again. They're no good. They're no, they, This uh, this <coughs> Trubisky, like whatever, I'm not just trying to call them out. Like People are still holding on to this Bears thing, and it's just like you got to let it go, man. I mean, I, I know the Eagles are kind of coming to their stride, and they got some people back also, but that is just not a good football thing least shocking thing okay. i looked up on the Le- scoreboard i saw the bears losing the eagles i was just like didn't even register in my brain i was just like yeah yeah, yeah that makes sense what else what else is going on in the league? what's happening
0: all right my least shocking i'm gonna go i'm gonna keep it with michigan football winning when it doesn't really at this point <laughs> it's like what's the point now you're just like trying to give us hope yeah that, that we've all your you're turned the corner you beat maryland you, you beat fucking notre dame which was right in your wheelhouse to beat them because the field conditions slowed them down. And now it's like, oh, 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 oh. John Harbaugh's here. I know I'm getting a glass half empty on you here, Brandy. I no, that's know right. you don't know. No, like no, it.
1: no, but it did come from a. It just didn't shock
0: you. So you're just like, it hey, didn't I'm shock me. Yeah, of course we're going to hammer it. And everyone's going to be like, oh, building up this Ohio State game. Guess what's going to happen? <laughs> all right, that fucking rocked. Now you might be going a little. You like glass when I whispered it? Maybe a little glass yeah. half empty.
1: Guys, it's been the yeah. MAB Sports Podcast, episode 88. Uh, you want us to tackle any. It may be date nights, Mad Degrees of Separation, I want us to tackle the Neapolitan Showdown, anything you're thinking. We want to hear it, guys. It may be podcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome.
0: Ooh. Don't call me Kirk Cousins because I can't throw a podcast. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Glamour, runway, style, fame.
0: She likes fashion.